the sausage. That's right, you pencil neck geek. What going? 30 podcasts in 30 days, baby. Where are we at here? Number nine. Number nine in the month of April, and it's so fine, baby. Raging on. I hope you have enjoyed the avalanche of content that we've brought you so far. We're going to keep it going for 21 more days after this. If I survive, who knows? Who knows? (laughs) Either way, we're going to get right into today's Sausage Hut podcast. Did you watch WrestleMania? Do you know anything about WrestleMania? Did you hear about WrestleMania? Yeah, it happened Sunday. And as always, the biggest Raw of the year was the Monday after WrestleMania where everybody's all fired up and storylines get blown apart and things get set up for the next year's worth of storylines and all that good stuff. So Johnny Kielbasa watched it. I decided to go ahead and cash in my 30 days uh, in the hut. Actually, 30 days in the WWE Network for free. So I don't know if you know that, but if you feel like watching wrestling, you can go get the app for free. They'll, you know, you got to give them your credit card and they'll charge you $9.95, but you can quit before the 30 days and get all the wrestling you could possibly want. So I said, what the hell? It's Sunday. It's WrestleMania. I thought I'd check it out. So why not have a WrestleMania and... Raw after WrestleMania review right here in the Sausage Hut, everybody. That's right. I'm Johnny Kielbasa. You might recognize me from the radio show that I'm on. And you can follow me on Twitter at Johnny Kielbasa. You can follow me on Instagram where we post our awesome videos. That's Johnny Kielbasa Rocks. My website is johnnycobasa.com. That's where all the podcasts are. You get uh, all kinds of Game of Thrones stuff on there. If you want to scroll back and get ready for the Game of Thrones, go ahead and do that. Subscribe on any pod app. And if you run into a pod app where this doesn't work, let me know, will you? Thanks. I appreciate it. So WrestleMania, by far the biggest wrestling day of the year. And it's also sprouted up all sorts of cottage industries with other sort of wrestling outfits doing shows and around the same place that WrestleMania does and in a bid to suck off the big teat that is the WWE. I hear there's rumors of a new thing starting out with uh, Cody Rhodes called AEW. I think all elite wrestling, which is kind of a dumb name if you ask me, but they're all dumb names in the end. I'm not exactly sure when they're going to start, but there's, they've been poaching some big names. I heard J.R. Ross is going to be with there, uh, going to be with them. I think Dean Ambrose is going with them. So he just had his last match last night, supposedly his last WWE match. So the thing about WrestleMania is nowadays is it is just redonkulously long. I mean, I think they started they started the pre-show at five or six or something like that. They had they had pre-show matches going from six. So if you were there, you know, there's wrestling starting at six, and it did not end until 
almost 1 a.m it was it was like 11 o'clock and i was like oh my god there's still two more matches to go after this and then that's before i realized that there was a bobby lashley match bobby lashley versus um what's his nuts had to they had to squeeze that in there too so that was it was insane it was way too long it was ridiculously long i don't know how anybody would like that and i feel bad for the people who were at metlife stadium that's for sure because i was at metlife stadium for the u2 concert a couple summers ago and you can go back into the sausage hut podcast and check that out just search for u2 went to metlife stadium tailgated all afternoon had a great time but trying to get out of metlife stadium after that concert was um awful and and you're in the middle of nowhere in the swamps of jersey and um you know we just had to we went and just waited in the in the car and then it took you know it took another half hour to get through the tunnel to get back into manhattan where we were staying so i feel bad for all those people and and i think it rained and people were standing outside afterwards so awful 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 but it's wrestlemania and that's what people do and in new york all all kinds of people do everything so i'm just gonna rage right through it how about that wrestlemania how did it go nothing was spectacular it was kind of a lot of pretty good matches but nothing was like super duper historical i thought other than the women's match the women's match was great and the women's match was the the final match and um, it was uh you know there there was a time when women wrestling was just a novelty and the the wrestlers weren't that good but that is no longer the case women the women wrestlers that they have in wwe are really good wrestlers and they know what they're doing and they execute well and they make it believable and that's all they need to do so let's rewind back to the beginning they had a host of wrestlemania which is always a dumb kind of thing too but alexa bliss is hot she came out and welcomed everybody and you know she gave a little gave a little promo or whatever and she said she wanted to create um a wrestlemania moment the snap of her fingers and freaking hulk hogan came out i mean oh i guess they i mean i guess there was a they took advantage of a hot crowd and the hulkster came out and made a joke about how he messed up the name of something last year or the last time he was out there um yeah and then he was then they did a pose off which was like oh geez why why i don't know who what anybody got out of having the corpse of hulk hogan i mean yeah they let him go they they had him suspended for like three years and you know haven't we seen enough of hulk hogan um oh yeah we saw enough of hulk hogan 20 years ago (laughs) and he just come keeps coming back oh well i think they're making a movie of his life now i don't know if wwe's behind that or not so you know they did that for a couple couple minutes and then hilariously paul Heyman just came storming right out right in the middle of it which was pretty funny didn't even give him a chance to end Heyman comes out he's great he cuts a promo and he's like hey if we're not going to be on last we're going to be on first alluding to the fact that brock lesnar was the universal champion and he deserved to be on last but then he said well maybe we'll go to to vegas where we're appreciated playing into the rumor that Brock Lesnar's going back to UC, UC going back to um, UFC who knows who cares 
but the first the first uh, the first match was Lesnar Rollins for the Universal Title match, and it was uh, pretty short. <laughs> it was really short, actually. Lesnar came out, beat the crap out of Rollins for a while, and then Rollins hit like three curb stompers on him and pinned him and became the champion. And that was it. Fast and Furious, <sighs> and uh, and. It was like one of, I think they had 16 freaking matches. I don't even know if I want to talk about them all. But I, I'll just fly through them because, you know, it was okay. Some of them were. And then AJ Styles, Randy Orton. This was like a nobody really cared match. They they, they went for a while, though. Some, some good wrestling. These guys know what they're doing. Average enough. Nothing uh, really world changing. And then they had the usos versus the bar which is sheamus and cesaro cesaro who are two huge guys the bar as in they're setting the bar high i guess and then they had ricochet and alistair black versus shinsuke nakamura and rusev and then it was a tag a title match which is that what is that a triple threat tag team match all sorts of craziness going on there and really this this match it took so damn long like the intros took almost as long as the match did it just takes forever because everybody's doing their big wrestlemania intros they got their special wrestlemania gear on yada 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 uh but it was a good match there was lots of action there's a lot of good wrestlers here rusev's a really good wrestler cesaro's really good he should be better sheamus is just a big hunking hulking dude who can kick some ass alistair black's good ricochet is insane he does some crazy stuff and shinsuke nakamura is uh i don't know i think he's been misunderstood from the start he was supposed to be a huge thing that they've never just they've never given him a run maybe this year who knows I, he must be getting old though i don't know usos awesome tag team champions awesome tag team match so everybody's getting their spots in blah 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 blah. the usos win and retain the smackdown tag team title so yeah they've got tag team titles for smackdown they've got tag team titles for raw they've got tag team titles for the women they've got the intercontinental champion they've got the u.s champion they've got the universal champion and the wwe champion it's ridiculous but belts are shining and it's fun so then you got the falls count anywhere match with shane mcmahon and the miz that was fun you know whenever you have a falls count anywhere match you better be heading out of the ring and doing some crazy stuff and then they got they got miz's dad involved which was pretty funny <laughs> i don't know he didn't do much but he came out and they they went all over the place and beat the crap out of each other with a bunch of stuff. And then they were looking for, I knew they were looking for some high, high spot to jump off of. And there was kind of this lower, I don't know, scaffolding set up. Maybe it was a camera stand. Maybe it was just there for them. But they jumped off into this big pile of padding and laid there for a while. It was a superplex off of that. It was good. Fun. It was 15 minutes. That was long. It probably could have, you know, could have shaved off some minutes there, but they don't care on WrestleMania night if it, they don't care if it takes a hundred years for them to get all through all this stuff. Oh yeah, and they had a they had a couple they had a women's battle royal and a men's battle royal on the pre-show, which is crazy. That's like everybody else who didn't get to be in there, get in there and get your get your kicks in. Oh yeah, the men's battle royal was that pre-show. Yeah, they had the dudes from Saturday Night Live came out there. That was pretty funny. The uh, Shay, Michael Shay, and um, Colin Jost, they won the beginning of the Battle Royal. They just jumped underneath the ring until it was almost over. And then they got in there with uh, Braun Strowman and did a little fun shtick and then got thrown out. And Strowman won, as he should. 
and he lifted up the gigantic trophy. So where are we at now? Then, then you had Bailey and Sha Sasha Banks, Nia Jax and Tamina, the Iconics, who I'd never heard of, Beth Phoenix and Natalia, and uh, they had their own triple threat tag team match. So this was uh, good, you know. Um, the the Iconics ended up winning. I I never heard of them before. I, okay, I gotta I gotta admit I haven't watched much wrestling lately, but you don't have to watch much wrestling to get into WrestleMania. So. They got some spots in, you know, title change. It's always fun to have a title change. And then you go straight into Daniel Bryan, who was who had Eric Rowan with him, who was the dude from what's um Oh man. I can't believe I'm remembering all these names. I don't know. He's the big bald dude with the big hair. And then Kofi Kingston with Big E and Xavier Woods, which you know they are they are the new day. They've been beloved for a long time. Kofi got a big push. He had to go through a lot of crap. You know nobody thought Kofi deserved a shot at the title, and he kept going. And the the crowd got behind him for weeks and decided you know all the, finally they decided that he was going to get a shot at the belt. And Dan, Daniel Bryant's working heel these days. So this was a really this was probably the best match of the night. Twenty four minute match. They did a lot of stuff. Daniel Bryan was beating the crap out of Kofi hulked up a couple times. He just wouldn't be denied. There was a lot of outside stuff going on between New Day and Rowan. So in the end, though, Kofi Kingston wins the WWE title. It was great. Everything you want in a regular championship match with the bad guy beating him down and the good guy coming back and winning at the end so that was great had a had a big celebration afterwards it was cool man i liked seeing kofi king so that kid was kind of out of nowhere i guess over the last six months when they brought him up dude's been around forever so that was cool got his kids in there and then uh, Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio Jr. This came out. This was like one minute. I don't know what the problem was. Rey got a Rey got his six one nine in, and then got his ass kicked. And Samoa Joe had the had the pin and retained the U.S. title. And then Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. This was like, oh uh, man, I don't know. Everybody feels bad about booing Roman Reigns now that he had leukemia, but <laughs> now he's back, and so everybody was like, oh, okay. They, um, they, they, I don't know. It was like a 10 minute match. They didn't do nothing. There was nothing good. They came out and just wasted 10 minutes, I guess. <laughs> then Triple H Batista, no holds barred, man. Batista's back. He's a movie star now. He came back, I don't know, a couple months ago, cut some heel promos and, I don't know why then Triple H has to be the good guy coming out and Triple H always has the crazy entrances and he had some sort of beyond the Thunderdome type of car bring him out and he was wearing a mask and a helmet and skulls and all that stuff everywhere. That was pretty cool. Batista comes out with a couple, <laughs> he came out in, in, in like three uh, really large S, black SUVs and somebody let him out and he was all fired up. <laughs> he came out. So this was just a slug fest. It this was way too long. I don't understand. And they got 16 matches on the card. People are dying because of the taking so long and this match went 25 minutes. I mean, come on. 
the there was a funny part where Triple H supposedly um, ripped out Batista's nose ring. <laughs> Uh, it was pretty obvious that he didn't do that, and he just, you know, kind of like the bl- the old blading they used to do. But hey, whatever. Two big superstars beating the crap out of each other. So, yeah, it was it was it wasn't it wasn't awful, but it was it was definitely it was a twenty five minute match. It should have been like twelve minutes at the most. And then Kurt Angle comes out for his retirement match. This was kind of sad, actually. It was it was sad to see Angle. I mean, everybody gets old, you know, everybody's got to hang him up every once in a while, but just knowing what Kurt used to be, he, uh, he, he kind of looked, he looked beaten down and ended up taking the, taking the L and what can you do? That's how you go out when you, when it's your retirement match, you, you go against somebody who's younger coming up and then you give them the rub as they say in the business and Baron Corbin, everybody thought was a terrible choice for for angles last match which was great because he's a heel and nobody liked him so he really played into that i, I like that part of it so uh, you know I, angle got some his some german suplexes in he he did a he did do a moonsault but uh corbin moved out of the way but still it was um it was okay angle didn't he talked a little bit afterwards and just kind of said let's do the you suck chant and that was about it so he came in did what he had to do and left so it wasn't i mean it's it's tough to see kurt angle go but it's time he had a great career he had some of the best matches ever okay bobby lashley versus the demon finn balor finn balor has a great entrance when he's doing the demon thing sometimes most of the time he's just finn balor but when he decides to be the demon it's a whole different ball game so he did that that was cool that was a cool entrance, and the entrance was just about as long as the match itself. Bobby Lashley had some really cool, um, had some really cool contacts in that made his eyes look really weird. I like that. So that was, it was a decent match, quick, and that was for the Intercontinental Title. Baylor won it; he won the IC title from Bobby Lashley, and that was that. And then, so this, so the big finale at. Coming on at like eleven, no, like midnight or something like that. <laughs> Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, Raw and SmackDown titles at stake. They're unifying the belts for the women. Charlotte comes in on a helicopter. That was pretty sweet. I wonder when they recorded that. I bet they recorded it the night before. And then um, Ronda Rousey came out, and I think there was the big rumor that she, well, she was leaving, or she was taking a break after WrestleMania, so everybody knew she wasn't going to win. But she had Joan Jett and the Blackhearts performing live, which was pretty neat Joan Jett still rocking she's got to be pushing 60 by now I'd say but she's looking good playing good but they just kept playing the one part like they didn't play the whole song they just kept playing the one verse in the in the chorus over and over and over and over and over and over and over it was like five minutes of that that was odd well that was like uh Johnny K pulling a garage band loop on you and just playing the same thing over and over again you know what I'm saying much cooler than Joan Jett. Sorry, Joan. I know you love rock and roll. Put another uh, credit in the jukebox on the touch tunes. (laughs) Yeah, it started at midnight. This was a great match. It was great for women's wrestling. It was great for wrestling. These guys, these ladies did a great job. The whole thing was a really well-orchestrated match. Ronda Rousey got to give her a lot of credit for taking 
taking on wrestling and doing really good at it. She looks believable. She she gets her shots in there. She does some good moves. And Charlotte, I mean, she's Ric Flair's daughter. She's great. She's she'll probably go. She'll probably end up going down as the greatest women's wrestler of all time if she sticks around, just like uh, Ric Flair dad did. And then Becky Lynch. Just a, you're every person. She came in with nothing. You know, everybody, the crowd was behind her. Everybody pretty much knew she was going to win, but she did. And she won in a great fashion. Uh, although it looked like there was a little bit of controversy at the end because Rhonda's shoulders were off the mat. But <laughs> people started saying that. But really, in the end, it's like how many other times in a wrestling match does that happen? It probably happens a lot. But since the eyes of the world were on it. But that wasn't supposed to happen. There wasn't supposed to be controversy. So they just pretended it, that, that it wasn't. I mean, come on. It's not real wrestling. So her shoulders came off the mat for a minute. Oops. And that was it. <laughs> that was it. After an, after all day watching wrestling, man. It was all the wrestling you can possibly want. So that, uh, that always bleeds over into the Monday Night Raw of thing then because monday night raw right after wrestlemania is usually like the best wrestle the best raw of the year um uh, was it this year not so much i don't think this kind of uh, i don't know who cares it was the raw after this is what they're working with now i don't know if they've tried to not make a breakout stars or something but I mean, I don't know. Everybody was just above average, I guess. But they got some good performers. But what are they doing with them? I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm on dirt sheet or anything like that. But oh, the Zack Ryder, Zack Ryder, and Kurt Hawkins won won the tag team titles versus the Revival. That was on the pre-show. So they came out and had a rematch. And like, apparently, this Kurt Hawkins jobber had lost 260 or 260 matches in a row or something like that before he won the tag team titles with Zack Ryder. That was pretty funny, but they defended. Okay, yeah, nothing. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Alexa Bliss and Bailey were next. I don't know why they even had this match, but I mean, Bailey just got um, she got squashed by Alexa Bliss, who's um a decent wrestler herself. So they're both the women wrestlers are good, man. What else do we need? So I was hoping that something huge would happen during during uh during Raw, but not that much. I don't know. Becky Becky Lynch came out and gave her address to the uh, to the universe as champion, and that was good. She cut a good promo there. And then they had Bobby Roode and Chad Gable versus Ricochet and Aleister Black. Nobody cared. I didn't care about that. Um, Sami Zayn made his return, so that was pretty huge. He was a pretty big dude. I mean, um, he's been out a while. Apparently had a couple shoulder surgeries, I guess. Didn't come back for WrestleMania, but came back the next day. Cut it, And then he turns heel, cuts a, has a match, cuts a promo, and then turns heel on everybody. Nothing like turning heel on your first day back when people are happy to see you. That's always fun. So he calls out Finn Balor, and they have an intercontinental title match. <laughs> so Finn Balor came out as the regular Finn Balor, not the, the demon. So that wasn't as exciting. But they're good wrestlers, and that was that. And then Elias, who's pretty funny, I think. Uh, Elias, he comes out and plays his guitar, or he pretends that he's going to play his guitar. He starts playing his guitar, and he gets interrupted. He got interrupted at WrestleMania um, when John Cena came out as doc the Doctor of Thugonomics and did his old-school um, 
insult rapping, which was pretty funny. And then Elias was like, okay, I'm going to do a rap myself. And he starts, it's not really even a rap. It's more like spoken word. And Elias made a thing about something like the next person interrupts. He's going to be a dead man. And then the taker comes out, which I was surprised. Undertaker came out to his, his big entrance, took him forever to get down there, but he just came in, stood in the ring, and I thought Elias was just going to leave, but no, he decided to come back in the ring and got his ass kicked for a little bit. So you got your five minutes of Taker for the weekend. He didn't go to he didn't go to WrestleMania, but he was at the Raw after WrestleMania. So I don't know. That was I mean, it's always better seeing the Undertaker than not seeing the Undertaker. So that was fine. Oh, then so then they decide that oh we're going to unify the belts for the men tonight. They, they did a, a pig promo in the beginning of the show. I'm like, really? Are they really going to do this? Kofi Kingston and Seth Rollins are going to win or take all. And it's funny that there was no there was no general managers. There were no McMahons involved in this. There was no any sort of sanctioning body. It was just them deciding that they were going to put it all up there. So, so at the end of the match or at the end of the night, Kofi Kingston and Seth Rollins are going at it for all of, for the, all the marbles which should be a huge thing, but I don't think anybody really thought that this was actually going to happen. But then the bar, Seamus and Cesaro jumped in and they rang the bell because it was, uh, everybody is disqualified. And then they decide that they're just going to have a tag team match where Rollins and Kingston work together against the bar. It was kind of weird, but they ended up going forever. So I don't know. I don't know. It was uh was it a bait and switch? I'm not sure about the bait and switch tactics, but they they did what they it almost seemed like the WWE was like we're just exhausted. What are we going to do here? Nothing's really going to happen. Nothing huge is happening tonight, so let's just get through it. Throw some matches at them and then next week it all you hit the reset button. They do the superstar shakeup next week and everybody starts all, all over again. So that's pretty much the end of the year for the WWE and that's your WrestleMania. Raw, raw after WrestleMania shakedown update. Um, if you're gonna go get the WWE Network for free and you want to kill uh, half a day watching wrestling and just catch up, might as well get WrestleMania. And then you can always go back and listen to your favorite podcasts that talk about old wrestling, and then go watch that too. So I'm gonna go do that. I like the Tony Schiavone podcast. What happened when? When they go back and they talk about things. So now that I've got the network this month, I'm gonna go listen to more of those and watch along with that so that'll be fun that'll be fun you know but you are in the sausage hut and we are raging through 30 podcasts in 30 days baby approaching the one-third mark just under it right now with number nine hope you're having fun please subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends man We need all the help we can get. We're hanging on by a thread, just like always. If you like it, tell people about it. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Download the podcast. You don't have to listen to them. Just just download them. (laughs) We know you'll like them. I'll see you tomorrow, y'all.